Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey guys, Trav and I are now rolling as a duo. Yep. Um, Sean didn't see the uh, second episode when we were filming this. Just a step behind. Just yep. a little bit behind. Uh, so we're going to talk about episode two of the book Boba Fett on Disney Plus. Boba Fett. Spoilers going to be here. There's no way around it. We're going to talk real quick about our thoughts on it. If you haven't seen it, go see it and then come back. Uh, that also applies obviously to episode one. Go see episode one and then come back. It's worth your time. So, um, episode two, much longer, much more action-packed, a lot more plot than the first one. Although it kind of borrows the same uh, structure, where it's basically two halves of a story. First half flashes back to Boba after Return of the Jedi, when he uh, kind of does the dances with wolves thing with the Tusken Raiders, and you know becomes part of the tribe. And then the second half is about him slowly act, uh, accruing power at Mos Espa. And basically trying to fill the power void left by Jabba the Hutt. So, um, Trav, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Yeah, they they uh, kind of started out showing uh, Boba going, you know, trying to track down the the assassin that was trying to kill him, and and all that jazz. And they go see the mayor, um, and then a lot of it was focused on the flashback. Yeah. Which uh, again went down the uh, what is the known as the white savior trope of like oh and then they took me under their wing and then uh, I, they made me their king I became the the best fighter they they taught me all the much like Avatar Last Samurai yeah Last Samurai all that jazz um, interestingly enough though somebody pointed this out I want to say it was one critic said that and normally I don't read other critics like before anything but. I, I was very curious to see what people thought of this one. And somebody pointed out that uh, Tamua Morrison is uh, uh, an indigenous uh, New Zealand yes, Kiwi. Yes, that is Which true. is an interesting flip. It's like... Mm-hmm. He, uh, it's you know, not exactly the white savior. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's essentially the same... Same idea. Yeah, same but, same idea, but this isn't the white savior. <laughs> it's a little more ironic, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. And then there was the the whole the train heist, the getting to uh, get the respect of the other Tuscan Raiders, and it's 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 a it's a story I have seen too many times before, and this second episode just didn't really do it for me. I like um, Boba Fett is not Mando; he doesn't have like the real the the creed that we've seen like. He's mainly in it for the money. We've only seen him just capture people and kill them. Like, he has a way looser moral compass than Mando. Yeah. And I want to see him Wolverine fucking shit up. Yeah. And I'm not seeing that. Like, maybe he's holding himself back. Maybe halfway through this, he's going to be like, 
you know, I've tried to be nice. I've tried to do things the nice way. Like, they just want to see a little of the old Boba again, and I'll give it to them. Yeah. And, and at that point, I'll be like, all right, sweet. Yes, this is what I want to see. Yeah. But he's molly coddling, like, the people on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I love that we're going to get to see the whole gangster version of his, his rise. Or I've even heard that um, it, from the first episode, he's keeps pointing out that he doesn't know the language and they need a protocol droid. He didn't know the um, the language of the, the other guy that was uh, tied up with him with the Tusken Raiders. Mm-hmm. He didn't know the language of the Tusken Raiders. He didn't know the language of people there to give him fealty when he was the kingpin. The huts. And that this is going to be him deciding to uh, put down in writing a lot of the history of things that happened that, that there don't seem to be a lot of historians in Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, I, I've heard that as a excuse or a thought of what the title Book of Boba Fett means. Yeah. Unless it's just the Book of Boba Fett, this is how, you know, he rises to his story. His, you know, kingdom. Yeah. What'd you think? I, I'm yeah. I mean it's like I'm not completely sold on it. I'm like you. Um I think it's difficult to, for me to sometimes to peel my fandom away. I'm obviously a sucker for anything Star Wars, you know. I'm i almost like it from the get go. It has to it has to really fuck up for me to not like it. I yeah, I'm gonna have to see where it's going. I'm like you. I don't want to see Boba Fett in second gear. I want to see him like laying waste to people. You know, that's the thing. It's like he yeah, he doesn't have that code. You know, he does what he wants and does what's in his own interest, which usually amounts to badass stuff. Yeah. No disintegrations. Clearly he likes <laughs> disintegrations. He's like, fuck this. I'm gonna disintegrate the shit out of people. Yeah. I need to see him unfettered. Yeah. If I may. Yeah. What's that the Godfather three scenario where it's like when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he's you know, there's obviously evidence that he's trying to kind of develop a little bit of a moral compass, kind of I mean, a la Don Vito, you know, where it's like He's a gangster and he's a villain, but he still has that sort of fiber. He's good in his own way. You know, he 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 obeys his own specific code. Whereas Michael Corleone is just unhinged villain, you know, like does what he wants. So this this series might be about that transition or about him temporarily stepping out of his own code and doing some badass shit. Who knows? Yeah. But, I, I, I wonder if they keep saying, because to me... Boba Fett wouldn't have given a shit if, like, the two Hut twins showed up. Like, in my mind, before seeing all this, Boba Fett would have just, like, shot them both between the eyes and be like, oh, I wasn't supposed to. Oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, you thought you were dealing with the Huts? Like, no. Huts are over. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. It's my place now. Like, I... <laughs> I, well, it, Yeah, this is vulgar, but I want... Uh, Boba Fett swinging his dick around a lot more than I have seen it. Taking no prisoners. Yeah. Yes. And he's got to keep, you know, hopping in this healing pod. Mm-hmm. So I want, I'm wondering if he's got to get to, you know, full fighting strength and then he's going to be like, all right, now, no, your kid gloves are off. The image that popped in my mind when they're talking about that you have to get permission to kill a hut. Uh, Goodfellas, um, with uh, Made Man, yeah, Joe Pesci, when he beats that guy to death from mouthing off to him, and it's like that seals his doom. 
it's like maybe there's a pragmatic element to Boba Fett that we haven't seen before where it's like, you know, if I kill these two huts, I'm going to bring a world of pain that, I mean, it's going to mm-hmm. be more than I can handle. And so, so, yeah, I wonder if a lot of this isn't going to be him uh, because his uh, entourage is very small. He's got the two, what, Gamorians? Mm-hmm. What are they called? Yeah, Gamorians, yeah. yeah. And then he's got his one droid who is not a protocol droid. And then he's got his master assassin. And that's it. They show that he doesn't even have a rancor down there. He can just drop people into this area where that's it. That's a great joke. Yeah. It's like they get the guy to confess with the idea that he's going to get eaten by the rancor. Mm-hmm. Nothing down there. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I wonder if we're not going to see him accumulate people and underlings in this if he's like hey um i am a bounty hunter i know how bounty hunters work yeah like are you cool with the status quo or do you want to come work for somebody who knows you in and out and what you would want and all this you know i because i'm sure there's a way and there's an angle where boba fett can make the money uh be the presence he wants and also you know, be respectful and do some good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm quite sure he's gonna get that angle somehow, some way. There's that kind of push and pull between him and his assassin. Where it's like you, you have to respect the customs, or you have to kind of create your own way. Mm. There's that tug of war between them. So it's like that has to figure into the later storylines of like, is he gonna embrace Tatooine or is he gonna try and conquer it? Yeah, and you know we're gonna find uh, a additional story. Of him, he goes and he finds his uh, um, his ship before because he had his ship when he landed in the Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. So you know he's gonna somehow either be with the Tusken Raiders or something. They're gonna show how he finds his ship called Slave One. Mm-hmm. They've renamed it the Fire Spray. Yeah, maybe it was referred to as Slave One as Jango Fett's ship, and maybe he's gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna rename it the Fire Spray," and maybe they're gonna. Uh, you know, do that in this season. Yeah. Um, but he's still got to acquire all of his toys, basically. Yeah. They're, yeah. The, again, these these series uh, would make an excellent video game. Yes. I'm, I'm just curious to see where it goes from here. I feel like we're, we're at the opening part of, you know, the first two chapters mm-hmm. of a book. So. Yeah. The, the whole Tusken Raider uh, thing with him, Gaining their trust and then doing the whole uh, the train heist was interesting, but I honestly got kind of bored in the middle of it. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I know this is going to be a longer episode. I just want things to get going. Like, if we already know where he ends up, like everything in the past, like I do want to see this, but I don't need to focus on every little part this much. Yeah. I just want, like, Let's hurry this up because we know we know where he is afterwards, and there's really no stakes here, yeah, that I care about. No, and and we're all here to see Boba Fett doing Boba Fett shit, yes, seeing gangsters doing gangster shit, yes. So let's get to it, yeah, yeah. You've got a fucking rocket pack, don't let four dudes with a shield box you in, yeah, and when you can think in three fucking dimensions. Also, let's see more of that. You know, uh, wrist-mounted whipcord launcher. <laughs> it's fun to say. Yes. 
Y'all drink every time Travis says that throughout these podcasts. Wristbound equip cord launcher. Mm-hmm. It'll get you all hammered. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes from here. I'm curious yeah. to see episode three. And so you guys listen to these, watch the two episodes, listen to our two episodes, and then uh, check out uh, episode three on Wednesday night. And then Wednesday. talk shit about us in the comments. Exactly. Things we missed. Because we love you. So, uh, Travis Bud and I'm Todd Wofford, and we thank you guys so much for joining us. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. You can listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are available. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these movies can be found at toddwoffordmovies.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.